I mean, it's it's sufficiently dickish, uh, and it just never occurred to me. That, yeah, that, that that's what was happening. So, yeah, we're assholes. But I mean, it's where I put all my points, man. I can't waste it now. <laughs> yeah. Surely yeah. no turning back. This is the build I'm going with. Yep. <laughs> That's fair. Too too expensive to retool. Yeah. The respec cost is just fucking astronomical. Who wants Ridiculous. To fucking I don't even, I don't even know why they give it an option. Yeah. Uh, Ray, I would have made you proud. I'm sorry, Raymond. I would have made you proud over uh, the weekend. <laughs> I was talking about that day at work. <laughs> would have uh, uh, would have made you proud over the weekend. Kaya had one of her friends over, and the girl uh, was just like, "I really like your hair." And I was, I was like, "Thank you. It's mine. You can't have it." <laughs> Excellent. And she's, she's like, fair okay. enough. <laughs> fair, fair enough, I guess. <laughs> oh, shit. You can expand on it and say, well, if it comes up missing, I know where I'm looking first. So here we are. It's Wednesday night. It's Artist Day. Apparently, is it? Darby sent me a. She has a Instagram, uh, you know, calendar dates, whatever. And today is Artist Day, and I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> and have you fuckers ever gotten me a card? No. Thanks for rubbing salt in that wound, Darby. <laughs> wow. And I said, JK, I love you. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we're all reasonable they, kids here. They, just they, the they, sheer know to, they know to expect something. Come on. That's awful cool. That is, well, that's, I do feel that's fair. Like <laughs> That's where I live. I mean, that's... that's yeah. The combat has... The, the Im- initial... Thought has to be voiced before I even have a chance to consider whether or not it's going to be received correctly. Because otherwise, it's not funny. That's true. There is that. That's, that's fair. So, how's everybody's week been? Yeah, it's I mean, been a week. I mean, some stuff has happened. Stuff and things. Yeah. And... Yeah. Yeah. Um, if I remember, I'll tell you guys when we stop recording. Okay. It, it got. Making a note. So much weirder. Ooh. Weirder than what you already told us about. I mean, that was not even weird for the normal level of weird for that situation. We'll, we'll I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, this goes beyond when we finally did locate my mother. Okay. I mean, at this point, for it to get weird and me be surprised, I'm thinking like she had found a male prostitute and they were holed up in an hourly rate motel or something. 
No, it's nothing. It's nothing nearly that exciting. Okay. It's more sad than anything else. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Well, here I was expecting the weird, and you're going to hit me in the feels. Well, I mean, it's it, it doesn't make it any less weird. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I guess I guess it's fitting. You are a fan of Steve Rogers. Promise me weird and give me the feels. Yeah, I'll take that. Thank you. I mean, if that's a compliment. It's the compliment you intended it to be. <laughs> Just because you don't understand it. Clearly. I mean, I'd have to be insulted by it, and I'm not. Oh, I don't think there's much that I could say that would insult you, sir. I mean, well, I can think of a few things, but okay. nothing that would be, like, true. <laughs> nothing, that, uh, nothing that doesn't break uh, st standards of service. Like, if I, if I called you a dirty evangelical, you would probably be offended. I mean, that's just silly. Yeah, because he paid today. He did. You don't know that. You bathe most days. I do. But you don't know if I did today. I could have been running late for work. True, true. Uh, but even then, that wouldn't make you a filthy evangelical. That would make true. you a unwashed evangelical. But uh, yeah, it certainly um, wouldn't make me filthy because I, typically I'm taking two showers a day. So I. But one of them's golden. Preferably. Okay. You're giving away a lot of the a lot of the secrets here. I didn't say they were both golden. <laughs> he did now. He's he's not <laughs> he's not presidential. It's the only way I feel official. Okay. I think it's fair to stay like that. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's the thing. They think it's hair dye. <laughs> it is kind of like a washed out piss yellow. <sighs> wow. Last I seen it was pink, so I haven't seen the piss yellow. No, I'm talking about Trump's not. Oh. Jeff. I don't know what's happening. I, I'm lost. I did see... Uh, a uh, news <laughs> alert on my Instagram that a judge ruled that uh, Alex Raw uh, Alex Jones, Jones is that right? uh, is not allowed to use the excuse of bankruptcy to not pay back the Sandy Hook parents. Correct, because he's which been is he's been purposely obfuscating his wealth. Well, yeah, he's hid it in his mom and dad's mattress and. Yeah, all that shit. But and all those yeah, fuck him. End of the world powder he's got. They're just full of cash. The gay frog juice and all that shit. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, fuck it. As long as he isn't on the air forever more, because he's too busy working three McDonald's shops to pay back. He's just gonna people. stay on the air because that gets him more money. 
Dude, so pay it back get, like ten dollars a year. He couldn't get hired at McDonald's. I mean, he could. They hire anyone. Okay, he couldn't stay employed. No, it requires you know some work skill. ethic. It it requires you to be able to learn. It requires uh, finding coworkers that wouldn't strangle you on site. Right. Well, they're all fifteen. They have tiny hands. Okay. Yeah, but say it's harder to strangle you if your coworkers are all smaller than you. Sure. Working sure. out, taking this powder every day, dude. If that's what working out and taking his powder turns you into, um, <laughs> I do. Like there was a before and after picture that was almost like a meme of like him. At like before and after his powder, and all they did was like turn up the red tint on the picture. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like he lost no weight; he just got redder. Yeah, it's like oh, so it's just toxic. Okay. <laughs> well, so was he. Yep. <sighs> yeah. And now we have a. Uh... No more Jim Jordan. So, nope. Uh, nope. We got yeah. some other guy who also supported insurrection. Yeah, we yeah. do. But I would but, not. But it's not, not Jim I mean, Jordan. That's that's not that. Not that I'm trying to to say that I'm okay with this guy. But this of guy all jacket. Yeah, of all the guys that were put forward as potential speakers, this this guy is the less shitty of the shit well like i said my name was always in the ring they just didn't vote for me yeah yeah well, you know you should have said current hoa president dylan young well, i'm not the yeah, president yeah yeah well you can lie it's a political <laughs> job come on man it's embrace true. your inner santos yeah, come on. You founded that HOA. Yeah. I think he founded all HOAs. You founded that HOA in 1974, man. You were on the Mayflower. I, mean, I went from come founding on. the HOA to founding America. That was the lead. There you go. That was, yeah. That was well, just. Okay. <laughs> As I the Pilgrims as, didn't found America, but you know you did. We're not ax territory, right? Well, right. no, they they didn't found until America. They, not because until they you started first. Yeah, not until they started listening to you. Territory. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. So, has anybody kept up with the current outside of the Speaker of the House stuff? The the House of Representatives. In chaos, um, they haven't done anything, have they? Like literally, just, haven't done anything because they haven't been in session. Just the other stuff, like George Santos walking the halls with a fucking baby. Um, I vaguely saw I a headline, but I don't know what it was because yeah, I, I didn't. I get I, so many clickbait headlines that I've just stopped reading like half of them because I can't tell, and then. 
the, it, these things have to be written by AI. You're like, surely this has to be fake. No, no, that's well, no, right. but it's like the AI ones are always like they did what, and like it's not even that anymore. It's like they did such and such, and they'll say some outrageous thing, and it's like, no, 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 they said one like partially weird thing, and then yeah. they made it seem like it was something outrageous, and that happens so many times that it's like, okay, well, I can't tell real outrage from fake outrage anymore. And so it's hard to tell, like, yeah. So no you can one tell they do terrible English versions of they just butcher the English language to make their title technically right. correct. So no one knows whose baby it was, where the baby came from, or how George Santos ended up with the baby. But the day after his latest round of indictments came through. This motherfucker is walking around Capitol Hill inside everything holding a goddamn kid. I mean, I like to think it's just a tiny human shield because he has a lot of enemies now and most of them carry guns, but they've never carried about the lives of babies before. So why start now? Ouch. Once they're born, they don't care. <clears throat> True. Oh, hey. It's almost time to vote. It is. It is. God, it's terrible. Like the the local people, like the mayor, the city council, all that stuff. It's like my choice is between just, I'm assuming just everyone's a Republican because like people that are uh, like, there's obvious, I know these people (laughs) are Republicans and Basically, people are voting for different mayors and different councilmen at every house that, like, you see signs for in different combinations. It's really? not like everybody's voting for these two councilmen and the mayor. It's no, no, no. Some people want these two councilmen, like, they're the two councilmen or the two school board people or whatever they are. They're, well, there's, there's multiple, but it's always a pair of school board, a pair of council. And those pairs are always the same. And then whether or not they're voting for one mayor or the other can be all over the board. Interesting. So So I'm assuming it's like just a bunch of Republicans running and the most liberal of them is just a conservative that's not crazy. They're like, oh, they must be a liberal. We're covered. But there are people running for school board that are seeking actively seeking the endorsement of moms for liberty so i, I hope their bus flips over i don't know what moms for liberty is they're the ones that are trying to get into libraries to ban books and do all that mm. stuff they're based out of florida gotcha that's all you need to know gotcha but like i was on the somehow it's like this is similar to a sub that you liked i got the librarians sub one time and so that occasionally pops up on my reddit feeds and they're always talking about how they keep trying to throw events in the like community rooms specifically so that somebody will deny them and then they can act all offended about it and try and get stuff shut down. Hmm. And they're like, how do you tell them no without doing whatever? And yeah. Interesting. But there's some of them that are just terrible at it. Like they, the like people that hear about it, like I'm going to do that in my library. And then they try and book it, but they all say something wrong. And then it's like, Oh, denied because of this or whatever. So, I mean, they're not smart people. They obviously don't read books. Well, clearly. How clearly. could they, they get them banned? Right. 
Um, but it's like, I think one of them was saying like they were trying to check out all of the, um, you know, gender fluid books and all the other books so that other people couldn't get them. And they're like, so what I did was um, I just bought a bunch more and was like, because of the popular demand, we've actually purchased more of these books. That's hilarious. I love so, it. Yeah. Like <clears throat> librarians are severely underpaid and really petty. So that's yeah. the type of stuff they do. We don't deserve uh, librarians. Yeah. Um, most of those things, librarians, I would say uh, like half the teachers. I, I saw still terrible teachers, but. I saw a thing on Instagram that I shared with Darby because I, whenever it's like teacher related, I always send it to Darby because, you know, she's she be a teacher, teacher and yeah, yeah, poor child. Um, but it was a teacher had died, cancer, whatever, but she so said her that. No, it, let me finish. Okay. In lieu of flowers, she asked that people, um, send backpacks full of uh school supplies for needy kids that's i was like cool. that's fucking awesome and then they showed like basically the every, every pew in the church you know had a backpack at the end of it and and they, they basically a van load full of uh backpacks was delivered to us her school nice i'm like that's cool Hey, why why purchase something that's going to be gone and I'm weak and yeah. serve no one when you can actually put thought into it and serve a need? Yeah, I, the, I went to two crew games this weekend, but um, for the main team, they were announcing that the they did a drive for like one of the players always supports the group that does the backpacks for kids. And they had filled 1,500 backpacks from, like, community donations and things. That's cool. I think the team might have matched whatever or something like that. But they had the people on the field, like, before the game. They're like, these are the people that literally were filling backpacks this morning. Wow. That's pretty cool. Those Republicans are really cool, aren't they? I'm sure they were all Republicans, right? Of course they no. were. <laughs> because Republicans care about you. They, they definitely care. They soccer. care about the kids, you know, to make sure those kids get the good uh, educations. Oh, no, what? they don't care about that. They care about the birth. Here, here's how you can tell if the Republicans feel yeah. the bad. The baby, baby can't be a human shield unless it was born, right? Did, did the backpack... It can be a political football. True. A bulletproof vest. No, it's too expensive. Well, then it wasn't filled by Republicans. No, no, no. It's filled by Republicans if the backpack has a small pouch to carry more ammo. <laughs> well, there's that too. It already has a 3% sticker on it. Ooh. A sticker that says, I'm an entitled uh, feeder. Here, I forget the term. 
Anybody watch The Man in the High Castle? Mm-hmm. No. I have not. I love that. That was that was a. I got farther in that than I did The Handmaid's Tale. I can't watch yeah, that. Well, I got I got through I think maybe two seasons of Handmaid's Tale, but then like it just started making me really uh, nervous and a- agitated all the time, just thinking about it. It's a little too documentary for me. Yeah. Like the wife watched it or was watching it and like was just making her depressed. And I'm like, okay, maybe she just not watch it. Like nobody's making you watch this while you're sad. Like it's a terrible thing to watch when you're yeah, not in a great mood to begin with. Probably. Watch something, watch something with a little more hope, like, you know, Titanic. Predators? <laughs> I mean, only the Chris Hansen kind. Yeah, yeah. You gotta catch them first. That's how you can tell the Republican. Take a seat. <laughs> oof. Oof. Brutal, sir. Not saying they're all pedophiles, but uh, because they certainly associate with a lot of them. Allegedly, I mean, convictedly, they're all trying to open a pizza shop. Hey, it was a good idea. Don't waste it. Well, yeah, that was that was our master plan was to just make it an absurd thing and then later on go and do it when everybody thinks it's a meme. Yeah. Uh, Karen went to the doctor this weekend. She said she was going to talk to the doctor about issue one. She wanted to hear what a doctor's opinion on on it was. Oh uh, yeah. I'm like, what doctor is she going to? Let's see if it's yeah, her checkup. Her you know, just he's just a normal family doctor. Right. And I'm like So I mean it's said, probably better than soliciting opinions on Facebook, but he had he had no too. he had no uh opinion to give her uh one way or another. That's like not allowed to or I mean maybe most most of the time doctors try not to uh I mean, nowadays, I also feel like the doctors are going to feel like it's just a trap. Right. Because if you make them mad, then they're just going to leave or they're going to make it worse on like. It's probably probably why um, he was hesitant to give it because, you know, she's he's been her doctor, you know, ever since she, you know, had a family doctor. Uh, But still, he doesn't know her. You know, so like, oh shit, if I say the wrong thing, she's just gonna not be my patient anymore. Right. I think the worst part would be still be your patient, just be a more annoying version. Yeah. Or try to get your practice shut down because you're promoting something stupid because there are so many people out there just trying to do gotcha BS. Like, Anytime you see somebody like holding their phone up, trying to ask somebody questions, it's like they're just trying to get you 
canceled on the internet. Yep. Because it's good for their TikTok viewership. Yeah, I, I, I watch a lot of bullshit YouTube videos, and the ones I don't understand is the First Amendment uh, audit videos where they're somewhere recording, and then somebody comes up and says, you know, please, you know, you don't allow recording. Oh, oh, it's my constitutional right. Yeah, but... Were you at I, the government I, facility? Because unless you were, it's not. Well, he but, they are. They're like in, you know, the sheriff's department or something, you know, oh, like doing these recording. I'm like... I encourage just that. Sometimes they'll get tased, and then it's funny. Well, yeah, but they're just there to aggravate. They're not auditing anything. They're not discovering anything any wrongdoing other than the emotions they've riled up being there. It's just, right. it, it annoys me. I'm like all this effort to just be clickbait. That's, that's the society we live in, sir. True. I don't think we talked about this last week. I think I was reading about this somewhere else. Um, one of the ladies that was, at the January 6th, um, got like, uh, I don't know, 52 months in jail or something done. Eight years? Like, no, 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 50, like it's like four and a half. Um, but it was the one where they literally have video of her with like a climbing pick breaking through one of the windows. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. It wasn't like she was there. It was like she was there and smashing things. Yeah, and we talked about it on Facebook and argued about it with people later on, like, Bro, you weren't there. We had to do such and such, and we had to push forward and do this and like pretending like she was some giant hero. And then they gave her her whatever because she's been on house arrest the entire time. Yeah. For her trial. And she's like, Can I just like pay a fine? I don't get why I have to go to jail for this. Like, yeah. People are because if somebody was looting, they would have been like, if they were looting a target, they would be like, Why aren't they shooting these people? They should be shooting these people. Yeah, I like, can't I just pay a small fine? No. Make stupid choices, win stupid prizes. Right. Oh. I mean, you didn't think at any point during that day that, mm, you know what? This is probably illegal. Yeah. No. Breaking, also breaking the last glass and climbing into a government building. Yeah, my tax dollars paid for this, but I'm not allowed to fucking walk into Fort Knox either. You know? Right. Try that on a military base. No, it's just, you're fucking stupid. Oh, we're outraged. They're stealing the election. Are they? Are they any the more? election they... by having more votes than the other guy. Are are they really? Did they really steal the election any more than Trump stole it with fewer votes than Hillary? Right. That's the way you have to win elections with less votes than the other guy. They're just used to it. Now they don't know how to treat it when they get, you know, they get less votes and still don't win. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I have no patience for stupidity, and I realize I'm not always the smartest person. Either, but well, willful. I should be. I you know, I have you guys to call me out on that. So, 
or the willful part. Like you can be dumb as long as you're trying. Once they've that's told you true. you're and you don't try and get better, that's when there's a problem. Yeah, I think or you're, you're convinced that your guy's still the president and he's still commander in chief and you know he he's still making all the decisions. Oh, so he's the one that pulled us out of Afghanistan poorly. Well, no, no, that was fine. Wait a minute. You can't have it both ways, asshole. Sure they can. Well, yeah, because, you know, Are you not logic doesn't dictate that. Work, Ray? I, I, yes. Their entire life is cognitive dissonance. Like, <laughs> they can hold three competing opinions at one time and yell at you for either one or any of them. This is true. Ooh, I was reading today that Russia's like basically going to try to turn everything back into penal colonies because they don't have enough people to do the labor that they need to do in the country because oh. like a million people left when the war started and they just keep killing other ones. And apparently the people that are coming back wounded are coming back more wounded than the norm. Like the number of people getting prosthetics is like triple the amount they'd normally expect in a regular war. Yeah. Hmm. Make stupid choices. Win stupid prices. They have, they have officially entered the find out phase. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that and now they're, I saw something about basically freezing gas prices or something coming out of uh, Russia. Yep. Basically, we're, we're just not going to pay them the right amount of money for any, any of their exported oil just to starve their war machine. Yeah, the way to do it. I'm like, okay, yeah, sounds fine. There's no reason we should, uh, we said it was bedtime, it's time to stop. Uh, there's no reason we should allow them to keep playing with his toys. Turn it off. Yeah, like they are just taking huge losses to the point where they don't even have enough people to make tanks to make more supplies. Well, but I, th God, was it on John Oliver? They talked about, uh, the Ukrainians that captured the tank and couldn't get it running. They actually called the Russian tech support and <laughs> they helped them get it running. <laughs> That's funny. Probably because tech support was probably some underpaid person too. Could have been. No, it was probably India. Could have been a prisoner. Like, yeah. right. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hilarious to me that that they do these things. And, and then they're, they're shocked when things don't go their way. Mm -hmm. Like I I'm starting to get a very clear picture of why the American conservative is okay with Russia. Now it's right. the same, it's the same playbook. Well, and it's also like everybody sucked all the money out of the military to fund their yachts and their whatevers because there wasn't a war to fight. So. Right. We actually took a proper inventory. 
And then they're like, oh, we've got all this stuff we can. And then they show up and it's like, oh, wait, half that stuff doesn't exist because it was paper only. Yep. Just the best way to go to war. Mm -hmm. So I haven't been keeping up with it. What's the latest with uh, Gaza and Israel and that whole shit pile? Um, Still not great. Holy Land has a lot more holes in it. Yeah. Well, it's never going to be whole. You've got one group of people who are uh, actively at this at this very moment committing war crimes against another group of people. And who's who's who who's on what side there? It's mutual war crimes, I think. But correct in time. That's why I phrased it that way. It's all the citizens that are screwed. Yeah, yeah, like. I, I feel bad saying this because people a lot of times do not listen to the totality of my comments. I'm not a fan of Hamas. I think they're a, a horrible, terrible terrorist organization. And right. So I'll say that up front. But at some point, Israel. And in, in when I say Israel here, I'm speaking specifically of the Israeli government, not the people. Um, they're going to have to stop fucking with Gaza the way they are. I mean. Right. I mean, I remember the 90s when they were even trying to do the peace accords. And yeah, they were literally building into the West Bank illegally. Yeah. Because they thought that if they built enough houses there, they'd get to keep the land in the peace agreements. Right. Like, this isn't like, oh, my God, we were confused or, oh, well, we were doing what we were allowed to do. No. Well, they continually basically say that this area is unlivable, force the people out, and then they come in and build condos for uh, uh, Israelis and move them in. Right. It is, it's bait and switch, uh, switch shuffle throughout there with the land and people. The the Israeli mindset, the Israeli government mindset towards Gaza has been horrible for a really long time. And well, it's a it's a religious war, so it's the worst kind of war, right? Because there's no arguing anything. It's just no. This is you know. Well, but my God said this. But it's not even that. Like, Netanyahu's been there way too long, and all he wants is more land. Yeah. Well, but he has this nice built-in motivator. Right, but he doesn't believe in any part of that. Like, he's not doing it for holy reasons. He's They've never stated that Yes, but the people that want it for holy reason will benefit, so therefore they're okay with it. Yeah. I mean, that's part of why... Some things happened in the United States the way they did during the 20th century because uh, the the evangelical wing of the Christian faith was okay with it, so they just didn't talk about the terrible parts that that they I don't even want to say overlook. They were complicit to uh, because it, it furthered their agenda. Yeah, that's basically been everything since the 70s. 
yeah. policy-wise. Yeah, I, I, I really liked what John Oliver said about uh, uh, the, the current situation. If you want to find someone to blame, blame Britain. Because they set up two states without yep. drawing borders or doing anything else. Yep. Their notes I mean, basically like, yeah, cool, put them all over here. Try not to screw things up too hard. Pip, pip, let's go have tea. And right. nobody like put any thought into the actual borders or drawn up rules or anything. Right. Or how the people work on like, Well, just get them out of Europe. It's kind of the same thing that Britain did with India and Pakistan. Basically, yeah. Britain's been doing this for a thousand years. Yes. yes. They want to own everything, and then when the rent becomes too high, they just dump it on whoever's standing next to them and have them clean up the mess. Yep. It's not even the rent. It's like when the people finally revolt, they're like, fine. Do it yourself then. Fine. First, let me break the it, then you can have the way it. Out. Yeah, they're just let me fill up let me things. fill up my museum and then you can have what's left. Yeah, yeah. There was a really we'll load great it back to you someday. There's a really great Reddit post uh when we're done looking at it over the weekend. Uh what's a myth that everybody still believes? And uh, that the Bible has white people in it. Is like, damn, that is that's some cold ass shit right there. Wait, did you say something? <laughs> yeah, you went you went silent, man. Oh. Okay. I cut in with the, there's no white people in the Bible, and you went quiet. I was waiting for him to say something, and uh, I was like, oh, I was like, damn, something. I've said this before. Isn't that shocking? I was just waiting for Chad, and apparently Chad was just <laughs> sure. What'd you say? You're quiet again. We can't hear you. Yep. I still so have no idea what's happening. I agree with everything you're saying. Especially since I can't hear it. All right, if you're waiting well, for us to respond, you can't hear us either. All right. Okay, good show, guys. Okay. Agree, disagree, agree, disagree. I think this is where we get our our uh, Peabody Pulitzer. I don't. AV I think it's called a Razzie. Yeah. Do they still do the AVN awards? Yeah, they do. Okay. I don't know if we qualify I mean, for that. Vegas, we? Vegas I mean, we're fixed, but conventions like. <laughs> Even if they don't care that much, like they're still gonna show up and give out stuff and have a open bar. God fucking damn it! Oh, okay. there he is. Hey, 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 I hear, I hear Chad. He has so, an opinion. While you have a mic, what were you saying? I said the top-rated comment was that the British Museum is full of British artifacts. Oh, was that a myth? Like, yeah. Who the fuck believes that? British people. Yeah. Well, uh, possession is what makes it 
British artifacts. Yeah, we uh, have. I mean, it, I so guess they might consider all the places that they once ruled over as things like that, because they were colonies at one point, because they had a better flag. So, sure. I mean, that's the only logic I can think of where they would think like, because none of it's from Britain. No. Like they could argue they own it, but they can't argue they created it. In some instances, the the uh, legality of the ownership is is in question. Well, no, it always is. But like that's the only argument they can make. Like they can't yeah. argue that they physically made it and it was something that came from their culture. They can only argue that well, we were it occupied them, so it's it's ours de facto. But it's in my building, therefore it's mine. True. Yeah, I do enjoy whenever you, every time they bring this up and they're just like, ha, 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 well, you know, it was different back then. It's like, you just bought this last year. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so I found that I, I miss a show that used to air uh i i wish they would bring it back oh you miss miss it not you missed it i thought you were oh, saying i i miss the show being on i i frazier uh no god no okay good luck coming uh, back apparently it's come back yeah. he's back yeah. in boston or something uh drunk history yeah i feel like um oh crap the guy that did that just Derek Cummings? Yeah, had to deal yeah. with too many actual alcoholics, and it was getting kind of sad. Well, yeah, yeah. The The last few episodes, or the, I think it's probably the last season, was just fucking brutal. Like, they got a much higher quality of actors to do the acting out parts, which was great. Yeah. But the people reading stuff were just like, it's not like, oh, I'm a little buzzed that I'm telling you this story. It's like, Oh my god, I can't see straight and I'm trying to talk. Yeah. You can tell they had to reshot like things 30, 40 times. Cause yeah. he was also saying, like, yeah, I'm not here to tell them maybe you should slow it down. Like, I'm just right. here to film this and talk to them. But like you could tell he was actively annoyed that, like, oh my God, this person has just used their last brain cell to lift their glass up one more time. Yeah. Which is, you know, comedians. Yep. Yeah, we're jolly folk. They are a, I mean, they are a self-destructive bunch. Turns out oppression is pretty funny. Yeah. He does yeah. Uh, show up as a lot of the little bit parts of the stuff now, which is kind of nice. Yeah. So at least he still has, you know, a working He's, career. He still has a job, but man, drunk history was just such a, a glorious thing. It was I a actually, good concept that had a short shelf life. Yeah. I, I mean, it was fairly long. About, yeah, it was yeah. Uh, six seasons, maybe? Six seasons, Five? yeah. Uh, um, I learned about things from this show that I was then like, okay, I want to find out, like, the actual story, not the, hey, I'm drunk and trying to tell you the story. Right. There was some really cool shit. Yeah. No, it was... 
it was a great concept. It was well executed, and they just kept getting better and better with their filming. Like, yeah, just the the actors in between going like trying to say like trying to mime whatever they were saying yeah. was fantastic. And then like sometimes they would just look up and go, I don't know what he's trying to say. <laughs> yeah. Every time they had, uh, is it Jack McBriar? Is that his name? The guy from the NBC 30 Rock? show. 30 Rock, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, he was always hysterical to me. Yeah. Which one is he? The page on the page, 30 Rock? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Who is the guy with the, the trucker cap? The world Peter champion. Freelander? Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty hilarious. I like his stand-up. So, have they finally settled on a new host for The Daily Show? Or are we still in this, like... I don't believe so. I thought... I don't... It's not final-final. I thought there was, like... It's like a Somebody who was in, like, the final running or something like that. Um like, yeah, people have opinions on that. And I think there were a couple of people that were on the show that Trevor Noah was like, hey, you don't want to do this job full time. Like, yeah, it's, I, not, it's not easy. No, I would love the election coming up. Oh, God, I would love if it were Desi Lydic or Jordan Klepper. Um, Jordan Klepper would be good, but it's Klepper had his own show now. He has, he has the fingering the podcast? pulse. Yeah. Because, yeah. Well, yeah, he had the show, and I know he has a podcast, but I didn't remember if the show was still on. He's he's better talking to people. Yeah. yeah. He's, very good he's, he's definitely better in the field because he has that. He can be talking down to you, and you just don't know it. Right. Like they, they don't know they it. They still post videos of him. Like, I saw oh, yeah. him last week. Like, he's I see him all the time. Doing it, so. It's not like they're using old stuff. He's still actively doing that, and I think he's yep. a much better use of what he is. Yeah, I really enjoyed Desi. I thought she was great. Right. Um, I think um, Ronnie Chang would be an interesting point of view, but I don't think Ronnie would want to give up. I don't think he wants to do that. Yeah, all that time. That's yeah. the problem. A lot of them are very good at this, and then they can go do two other things and also get money from that. And if you right. had to just do this, like that's a lot of work, right? Yeah, and it takes a. I mean, not to suck John Stewart's dick too much, but it takes a really smart person to do that continually for as long as he did it. Yeah. And you also got to be able to find the right people and hire them and then manage them to the, you know, get the best out of them. And if and you're it really takes, funny, but you're not good at managing people, you're not going to do good at it either. Yeah, right. It takes a lot of uh, um, passion, too. Yeah. I mean, that is, that is, I mean, I, I remember tuning in to watch that show sometimes just to like, okay, great. I need a laugh. This is going to be great. Oh, there was something in the news today. And he comes out there and he's serious as shit and just, oh, this isn't laugh yeah. funny. Okay. This Angry is Angry John Stewart. Like, yeah. This is like always one of those couple times this a year. Dude's going to make me smarter if I keep listening to this shit. Right. Yeah. 
he was real big into the whole like oh when he survivors uh yeah when he took down kramer uh i was just like what the fuck roll 212 you know just yeah yes yeah yeah there there were people that came on that show that were completely unprepared for yeah Yeah. they thought they were just going to come in there and talk to a comedian Yep, and he's like, "Yeah, that's 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 what I do, but I also can do this." Uh, I saw. I don't know if I. I don't think I mentioned to you, but I uh, watched an interview with Neil deGrasse Tyson where he's talking about going on the Daily Show, and he had. There was a solar flare. And the local news station called the Planetarium Way Works and said, "Hey, can you can you give us, uh, you know, three minutes or thirty seconds about this solar flare? We want to put it on the news." And he's like, "Sure." So they sent somebody down and he talked to him, and he went into this whole tirade about you know what was happening, boo boo, and they just used this one little funny line. He said, "It's like you know the 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 moves the." Sun is just, you know, jiggling and spitting out, you know, hot fire. And he's like, oh, they don't really care about what I was saying. They just wanted a sound bite. Right. So he taught himself to speak in sound bites to get his point out. And then when he was going on the Jon Stewart show, he had seen people go on there and just get brutalized by Jon's not abusing them just cutting in with a joke and right. you know their message becomes second fiddle to the bit and he and he noticed like how much time the person would talk before john would cut in and he made he went to this like a uh, scientific you know study he timed it down to what he was going there to talk about what he needed to say in how much time and what joke he could put in there that'll steal it right out of John's mouth because he looked at previous interviews he had done and it's always stuff that's topical, like within the last week happened that John would butt in with to you know make a, a funny quip or something. And he you know, was basically just toe-to-toe with John the entire time. And he said he came off off the interview, and everybody's like, "Wow, that was amazing! I've never seen anybody do that well with, you know." And he's like, "You don't realize how much work that was for that three minute bit for me to be up. I I, I had a week's worth of of planning, of study, of watching film, of rewriting and rewriting to be able to pull that off." Right. Yeah. And now imagine doing that every day as a host. Yeah. And you have to right. do all the day or all the week stuff. Yeah, and the person you have on the person, you know, it's only four days a week, and it's only a half hour. And he, you know, arguably John could be on on camera as little as twelve minutes of that half hour. But to prepare for that interview or prepare for that monologue, he comes out. Like you know, I, I think he actually read all the books of the people he brought on the book. That, that was to say, how many books a week did that fucker have to read? Well, I think he only did book people like 
once a week or once every two weeks just because he did read the books before they came on. So it was yeah. limited on how many they would bring on. Yeah, but I mean, he got some real people to come on to that show. Real, oh, yeah. I mean, that was one of the, I mean, sitting presidents don't come to Comedy Central, but no, they right. did for John. Yep. Yeah, he turned that into a full thing. I just liked just just the number of comedians that have come through that show that like it's like basically oh. a version of like SNL, but yeah, yeah. better. I, I really think John Oliver has inherited the John Stewart mantle. He's he's the one that basically picked it up and carried it on himself. He's made his own thing from it. Well, he but John is still doing it. Yeah, John, yeah, true. Yeah, he can pretty much do whatever the fuck he wants. Other ones have gotten shows out of it, and they didn't have the freedom to do whatever they wanted because they didn't have the budget or the lack of restrictions that HBO has access to. Yeah. Right. I mean, John's doing... Uh, what the fuck's it called now? Um, Just like the interview stuff? Pilates. No, he's doing... He's doing a podcast now, and it's basically, you know, topical daily show it, kind of stuff. Does he still have, like, a HBO show? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's okay. still got it last week yeah. tonight. But, no, John no, no, Stewart. No, John Stewart. Oh. Oh, yeah, he's got uh, the – it's on Apple TV. Apple TV, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, fuck, why can't I remember the name I of see it? clips of it every once in a while on YouTube. It's like so. The Something with John Stewart. The situation uh, – The Problem. The problem with John Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't watched, I gotta, like, I'll usually go back and watch just a bunch of John Oliver's in a row, because usually 90% of it is still useful information no matter when you watch it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, his focus story is usually not topical. His focus story is usually kind of a, a sixty, a, a, a sixty minutes kind of deep dive, yeah, yeah. His his uh, story this week. At first, when he started getting into it, I'm like, I'm not going to give a shit about this. And then he kept going, and I I kept finding myself like riveted by it in looking at uh my my place of business and like, holy shit! Clearly, some of the people in charge. Uh, have have worked at a place that has used one of these consulting services. Mm. What was it? What was the topic? Uh, McKinsey and Company. Um, what do they do? It sounds familiar. Uh, they're corporate consultants. They're essentially the uh, the two guys from Office Space. Okay. So, so to come in and fire people. Movement. Come in and fire people. Up CEO pay. The um, real uh, uh, the Bobs, experts. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, wasn't that what their names were? The Bobs, yeah, the Bobs. The Bobs. Yeah, efficiency experts. Like, I get it. There's certain companies that do need that to some extent, but it's never the and like. They're always yeah. like, "Cool, if you just cut your workforce in half and make everybody work twice as hard, you'll be more efficient." Right. And they've been doing that since the 90s. And I don't know that that's going to go much longer. No, no. 
Anybody see the uh, poor TikTok girl talking about her nine to five job? No, that's all of them. Who, who, which one are you talking about? No, so there's a girl posts on TikTok. She was kind of, you know, upset. She's graduated college. Oh, was it the marketing uh, girl? Um, I don't know. Blonde girl talking about, about one hundred fifty thousand dollars jobs. No, okay. um, no, she. It's been five months. She finally got a job coming out of college. She likes her job. It's not a complaint about her job. It's a complaint about it's nine to five. She can't afford to live down the street from it because it's in the city. So she has to ride a train for an hour and a half to get there, yep. you know, and then an hour and a half to get home. And there's no time to cook for herself. There's no time to work out. There's no time to have a social life or meet anybody, you know, she's just like depressed. She's like, this is, this is life now. Right. I'm like, yeah. Well, that's the other problem. Like literally cities cannot find enough people to work the jobs like the Starbucks and the McDonald's in the city. Cause you can't afford to live in the city and do that. And who's going to commute. Right. For, for that job. Yeah. Day when you can just work at the McDonald's in the suburbs. Right basically have to live with your parents or live with somebody else or whatever. Well, yeah, um, I've, I've said people. it before. My chances that my daughters will own a house or is probably pretty slim unless I leave them mine when I die. Oh yeah. Then they'll have to right. share it because <laughs> you can't afford to leave them too. No. Yeah. Like unless, I, you're, unless you're Chad. Wow. Dirty landlord over here. <laughs> Roll out of the houses. You think I'm yeah. leaving my kids any of my my possessions? You guys are funny. Wow, he's even worse than a dirty landlord. No, I saw his houses and do hookers and blow on the rest home. No, my my plan is uh, when when I cash out at the end of the end of the line, uh, all my shit's gonna fucking go away, get donated, do something. Just like a Viking boat on the water. <laughs> Fucking flaming memorial. Yeah, I mean, I, I am going to be cremated. There is going to be a, a, a what to do just, about that. Just, just put the house right in with me. No, I mean, just fucking donate that shit off. Give it to some good fucking cause. Like, Yeah, there's no good causes left. They're all corrupt. Yeah. Uh, there's a few out there that I, I still would say I, I think are worthy of being helped, aided, charity, however you want to look at it. Generally, they're, they're not big national groups, but... Elizabeth came home, uh, dropped her car off because we had to take it down. She's having engine trouble or something, engine lights on her way. So um, she was talking about a class she had to take, uh, Social Works Ethics, yep. and how if she had a client who, little girl, you know, she, or she was counseling or she's a social worker for this family, 
the little girl wanted a Barbie for Christmas and her, her little sisters have Barbies that they don't play with because they're old, that she could just give this little kid a, she's not allowed to give that family a Barbie. Correct. I'm like, that's, I understand why. I understand where the problem arises, but why is it a problem? Because people. Yeah. Like there's enough people that would be like, oh, they gave him a Barbie, then they gave him something else, and all of a sudden it's grooming. Yep. Well, it's not grooming. It's it's favoritism or the service isn't for everyone. Um, they have favorites. Yep. You know, all that there's, shit. And I go, so what? You have to give it to a church and then direct them to go to this church and sign up. And and she goes, well, that, that's not even, you can't even like circumvent like that because you'll get in trouble. Yeah. You have to yeah. be 100% impartial. Yes. You have to be the, the uncaring robot. Yeah. Wait, is this for the education, or is the other one trying to do social work? No, that's Elizabeth's going to be a social worker. Darby's okay. going to be education. Both of them hate money for some reason. I was going to say they just hate money because, yeah, all those seem like jobs where you're just gonna be thankless, and no yeah. thankless, yeah. and and you know, work forever. Yeah, yeah. The the common I mean, thing in my house is that I have an associate's degree, and I I already outpace my bachelor's degree state licensed wife in earnings and my my cap at this point is probably double what hers is seems about right capitalism baby yeah like then she was looking at like well maybe i'll you know because if she agreed to be a uh counselor supervisor oh uh they would they would pay for her master's she just have to you know work does she she already have a master's no karen does a lot of good it did her right no i mean they would pay for her school and she you know just have to work there for x many years afterwards whatever uh but like then like a indentured servitude Mm-hmm. Kinda, but when you look at the cost of uh, a, yeah. a master, it's still like, worth it. But yeah, yeah. Um, but like when she found out the the pay raise, she's like, "That is one hundred percent not worth it." Yeah, not worth the work. Not worth the stress well, that's the thing, of going like, back to school. No. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like yeah, the pay raise is crap because you're offsetting them paying for your master's degree, but then you got a master's degree that doesn't actually help you for your next job because the pay's still the same over there. It's not right. like it's not private market where it's like, oh no, they pay really well over here, just not over here. They kind of pay the same crap, plus or minus a couple percent across the board. Yeah. You may luck out and get a fancier county here and there, but right. Like if she were different. willing to commute back to Columbus. Like, sure, maybe it's like 15% more. Right, but then midnight calls, you're driving to Columbus. Right. 
you're you're driving to Columbus, you know, every day. For She's work. children's services, right? She yes, she works. For yeah, so she has midnight calls. Karen didn't never had that. She's uh, well, with a, uh, elderly focus. Uh, it's it's midnight calls are only for one thing, and there's right. no rushing there. Right, right. That's usually just filling out your final paperwork. Yeah, that with with the clientele that my wife prefers to work with, uh, there there are some significant downsides. I mean, my my wife has often talked about she would love to get into a position where she was working exclusively with uh, teenage uh, girls. She finds them to be the most fascinating and most in need yeah and in the most rewarding success stories it's the highest highs and the lowest lows kind of thing like what is she working with now just everything yeah yeah she's a adoption placement worker so once the once the county has full custody of the kid uh and it's time to transition into a adoptive placement so is that like if there's no family to take? Yeah, if the family's custody. unfit. Well, yeah, obviously the original family's unfit, but like there's no. Yeah, relative, there, you, I mean, I guess relatives can be the adoptive. Well, family. I mean, even even in that case, uh, there are times when they would end up in my wife's caseload. Um, that would come down to. Because there's a couple of different ways that a family can become the permanent placement for a kid. Um, there's like I think it's called kinship or something, and there's something else, and it all it, it all comes down to what way is the family getting involved. Uh, my wife would tell you that it. It makes the most sense if you're if you're the family member to go the children's services route because uh, there there's no adoption fees. Well, mm. there there are, but you get a thousand dollars as part of a, a grant or something from the state that essentially like that's 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 meant for the adoption and most adoption attorneys that work with children's services on it, um, they just take the thousand dollars. Like they they don't charge more. Right. Because it's guaranteed thousand dollars. Right. And usually I'm assuming it's a little bit quicker that way because you're not actively going to have to out there and right. finding someone. It's just right. the paperwork. Yep. And, you know, the, there's the still follow ups. There's still, you know, they have to check on them, make sure everything is fine. Yeah. Just because it was, you were, they were related to this aunt, uncle, grandparent, whatever, well, yeah, doesn't but, mean that they're, you know, it's going to be a perfect placement or that kid's going to be safe. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's generally, I mean, I can't speak for, you know, certain, but I want to say, most of the time, it seems like there's about a six month from like if if it were they're already in a a a home that is ready to adopt them, 
or they're, you know, going to be transitioning to a family member or something like that. It's about six months from uh, permanent custody by children's services to uh, adoption. Ballpark, six months. Are you willing to wait that long? So, like, how often do the family members, like, they want to adopt and they just get denied? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it happens. Right. It's, no it's, usually, due, it's usually due to uh, financial stability or age yeah. of the person trying yeah. to do the adoption. They're not going to put a... If, Grandma needs freaking services and shit. They're not going to put a, you know, yeah, child in her yeah. care. Normally, that would be vetted out before it gets to a female. Normally, I mean, there's they still have like placement meetings and stuff like that, but it's not like it's it's generally a little more settled. Sometimes those those uh quote-unquote unfit relatives are part of the decision process where they do end up yeah but not necessarily the people they end up with yeah so that family structure is still in that child's life yep. even though they aren't living directly with grandma uncle you know aunt, yeah. whatever as long as there is uh i guess we'd call it fit family that's always you know priority number one but if there's not then you know the struggle that they have is if it's like a sibling group uh sometimes right. you, have, you have to break up the sibling group and nobody nobody likes that so and it's it's hard because you know the the rules for adopting or, or not even adopting but fostering multiple kids are kind of lax kind of like dylan how many bedrooms do you have in that mansion of yours um technically four technically four so yeah. you could have like eight well you could have like six kids like just three bunk beds in the main bed. Yeah. Yeah. Like you like, that's the thing. Like they're real have, lax on certain things, but other yeah. stuff is like the process to get approved. I don't know how some of these people get approved because like people we've met that are like super nice people have money, could afford to do whatever, just couldn't have kids. Yeah. It was like a huge, huge process and they got denied or a bunch of other stuff happened or they ran out of money. And then, you see absolute idiots just fostering a bunch of kids and almost abusing them more. And it's like, how did you get through all this paperwork? Talking like, about your I job. don't, yeah. I don't understand how so many it's a, people. It's a job application. Yeah, some people know how. Some people know how to fill it out. Some people are right. honestly, you know, uh, rose-colored glasses. Uh, we're going to make some kids' life better, but they get lost in the process like you said you know they have all the means and capability of taking care of a kid but they get denied because you know they didn't know the hoops whereas this person who 
it's basically their employment to have 13 kids in their house and they get yeah. paid, you know, you but like know, per, just, per head, per child. You know. Well, and that's part of the problem because is, is, as it, yeah. we have quote unquote puppy mills. Yeah. The way it's supposed to work, you are not supposed to rely on like your, your per diem rate for having a child in your house as part of your income. Right. Does that actually happen in every situation? Probably not. But that's, yeah, I, that's the way it's supposed to work. I mean, I don't know how it is around here, but like they're actively just putting up basically like political sign size signs everywhere saying like, hey, do you want to foster? Because it's that bad. Yeah. Well, Karen's parents, I think somewhere around, you know, 15, 13 to 15 kids they fostered throughout the years and they ended up adopting five of them. So, yeah. Hey, did uh, your family ever end up doing any more with that, Ray? My family. Wasn't it your parents? I'm, yeah, they're raising Charlie. So. Okay. Yeah. Is that still yeah. a point of contention in your family? Um, for him, yeah. Okay. She's a senior this year. She'll be graduating. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. Huh. I guess I didn't realize that they were that old. Yeah, they, they were a sophomore when her mom died. So wow. it wasn't going to be you know, like a you know, 15, 20 year commitment. Right, which is, right. I think, why my parents, uh, you know, like like we're talking about qualified, you know, yeah, that you know, Charlie's already, you know, teenager, and you know, she's only got a few more years of school, which is why she wanted to stay in that school district. She wanted to finish up school with you know her friends and where she right. grew up. She didn't want to have to. Well, you also had enough time to plan out how you wanted it to go as opposed to. Yeah. It, well, yeah. And, you know, Chrissy, her mother, was alive to basically right. set it up. It's like, these are the people I want to do this. With yeah. Like a car accident. And then they're like, oh, cool, trying to figure this out. Like, yeah. And then, then it's just like trying to interpret the, the wishes of the parents. No, we had it right from the parents, you know. Yeah. Last will and testament kind of thing. But yeah. Hmm. Some people just couldn't see the forest for the trees in that uh, situation and it's still butthurt about dumb shit. Yeah. Well, if it wasn't that dumb shit, it would have been another dumb shit. So it's not like. True. A history of dumb shit does come out of that, that one's mouth. So. Not like we're <laughs> arguing about, like, oh no. This is the one thing that I cannot stand. It's like, if it wasn't that, it would have been like, oh my God, use something. I don't know. I can't yeah. do something stupid enough to be a good example because it probably is all true. <clears throat> yeah, it's hard to find the hyperbole in this situation. Right. I find that happens a lot more these days, just in general. Yeah. It's hard to yeah. hyperbole how outrageous things are because it's just real life. Yep. Like, idiocracy. Yep. Is referenced so often these days. The documentary for our 
current times. But like the best part is it's like a thousand years in the future or whatever. And it's like, nope. Nope. nope we're, ahead of, we're, we're ahead of the curve, fuckers. We're really good at that as a species. Yeah. Well, uh, another um, thing I watched uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson talk about is uh, at what the 11th century or something, you know, BC or whatever, uh, the center of the world for intelligent, you know, pursuits was Baghdad. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason why numbers are called algebraic numbers. It's the Arabic word. They invented them. Algebra, you know, all the, all these things. Half the stars in the sky have uh, Arabic names because they were the ones doing the work. Yep. But at some point, somebody came along and said the working and manipulation of numbers was the work of the devil. And all of it stopped. And you think about up till that time, all these examples of thought and learning, exploration of, you know, your surroundings and understanding it was done in this culture and since none. And you look how many Muslims there are in the world, you know, billions, and how many uh, Nobel Prizes are held by Muslim people, and it's like nine. Yeah. But you look how many Jewish people there are, you know, couple couple million, and uh, they have two-thirds of the Nobel Prizes. You know, it's like where would where would that society be had it not stagnated because of one belief and the twenty first century America is quickly becoming the modern day example of Baghdad with the brakes on. Yeah, the amount of knowledge that was just effectively destroyed because of religion over the years is just staggering. Yeah, and we're in the process of doing it right now. Banning right. books, stop, you know, denying evolution. Anybody to have critical flat thinking. Earth, all this bullshit, you know, arguing over gender studies, you know, yeah. something that is self-evident that can't be argued. I'm sorry, it's what it's a personal thing. You can't tell somebody else what their personal thing is. Right. It, it, it's wasted effort. Move on. Just so stupid. Well, but my sky daddy said you're wrong. No. Your sky no. daddy bow, you know, cowers to my spaghetti monster daddy. I don't know. My underground that. daddy says all you suck. <laughs> I uh, well, so my Tamagotchi says you suck. And I, I, your Tamagotchi all, says it's time to feed me. All three of your imaginary friends are <clears throat> cocking for the for the great cock. Yeah, indeed. 
I, uh, I've, I've fallen down a rabbit hole about the uh, Anunnaki. I know that term. I can't yeah, remember I what, what it is. is. It's su- the supposed uh, lizard people. Uh, the aliens? Yes, but okay. the, on, the, the lizard people as aliens theories. Uh, it's some really bizarre shit. Oh, there's some great stuff out there, but I want it read to me by somebody who also doesn't believe in it. Like, I don't want to uh, read like weird conspiracy stuff. I just want to read. Then I highly recommend the Y Files. Okay. Because he does like the first half of the video or podcast or however you choose to consume it is kind of told from a, uh, we'll call it believer's point of view. Sure. And then when he's, when he's done with that, then he starts to say, well, this is why we, this is the proof of why this doesn't exist. This is how we know that this doesn't exist. Um, All that kind of stuff. Um, It's, it's really cool because he'll talk about the fact that like, you know, there are some things we just don't know. You know, this, this sounds like a great theory, uh, but we we don't have a way to prove or disprove. He's sometimes he gets a little uh, grumpy about um, when we'll call it accepted science is overly critical of a theory sure. that he he maybe thinks deserves a little more credit. He gets a little grumpy about it, but I'm willing to be okay with that because it's not like. His one, it's not like he has a pet theory that he's like entertaining. He he gets grumpy about any theory that he's like, well, we we don't know enough to discredit things as quickly as some people discredit them. Well, that's the problem because we don't have nuance anymore. Like it right. doesn't exist in America. No, because there's a bunch of stuff that it's like, no, I get in general that you should always keep looking because you may not be completely right about this, that or whatever. But just because they were wrong in the past doesn't mean that every time they say something that they're wrong right now. Right. And that's what it always turns into. Well, you were wrong this one time. So, yeah, but everything you say is wrong because I don't trust science. Right. Yeah. And like he talks about the, the this week's episode was about the electric universe theory, which I've heard of before. I don't believe the electric universe theory. What's but, the what's the rundown on that? Yeah, uh, you give me okay. the cliff's notes on that. Okay, uh, gravity, dark energy, dark matter, uh, all these kinds of things are not what we think they are. Uh, it's, it's electromag, it's electromagnetic, uh, and electric as in a form of plasma type of thing that holds the universe together. And I'm not Uh, saying that I believe that, but there are, because it starts getting into like, you go down that hole and then you start talking about like, well, all the canyons on all the planets are created by this crazy solar why like solar system spanning electrical storm like no i don't think that but like when we start talking about dark energy 
and dark matter and these invisible things that are holding the universe together that we haven't found evidence for, I'm, I'm a little more open to looking at it and saying, okay, well, tell me your theory. Okay, that's an interesting theory. How can we start to test to prove right or wrong? Well, see that uh, uh, I, I love the guy, so I'm going to keep bringing him up. And Neil deGrasse Tyson talking about dark energy, and he's like, "It isn't. We can't point at something and say that's dark energy, but we have this theory that the math works out. This is dark. This is what dark energy is, and we can see this gap. And there's no explanation of how that gap is there." That's dark energy, but because of its the way it works, you, it can't be pointed at. You know right. what I mean? Right, and that's right. The, that's that's the, the that's the theory you're talking about. That's that's yeah. where the theory comes in. It's like right, all the all of our current capabilities point yep. to this is it, and this is where it's at, and this is how it's we think it's working. Right. And, all the math checks out. Right. We just can't touch it. Right. Well, and that one of the things that I find, uh, I'll call it interesting about the electric universe theory is that it's not saying that uh, dark energy as a, as a principle, as an idea is, is wrong. It's saying, well, the reason we can't touch it is because we're expecting to find some tangible physical thing. But if yeah, you start, it's, it's the same with like antimatter and all that stuff. Right. It's, it's we can we can tell you where it's at. Right. It doesn't mean it's something. Well, that we can tell we you can, where it was. Right. A lot of times, you okay, only yeah, know. Yeah. We can see it's passing. Yeah. Right. right. So like they're measuring the, stuff in the milliseconds right now. And like, uh, we can kind of prove this, but like we have to point a laser at it and fire it from a mile away and then measure it with a special camera. And if we right. don't catch that half a millisecond, then whatever, but right. There's a lot so of that up. The electric universe theory says something to the effect of like, so dark energy and, and this, this dark matter is, the result of this underlying electric current. And because we're talking on such like a cosmic grand scale, the, the argument is that it wouldn't have to be what you would consider a, in our current models, it wouldn't have to be the level of uh, measured current that we expect it would need to be to behave the way it would need to on earth because you're you're getting rid of you're talking about current passing without gravity you're talking about all these other things and i'm like okay well that it seems interesting so how do we start testing to prove it right or wrong deep like, space you have to be in the same right. lab right you can't so, even, it, we're not even talking orbit because orbit has gravity. Right. You, it's you just, you're, to, we're, we're moving. <laughs> right. You have to get to a point where you are in an extrasolar space. 
Yeah, all it's, that all that shit's just fascinating to me. You know, yeah, just, yeah. I love big brain shit. I just yeah. and don't I am necessarily I'll, understand it all. I'll be the first person to say I do not have a big enough brain to tell you yes or no. I have a big enough brain to say, okay, this seems like an interesting thing to look at. So let's. Look I can at imagine it. that. Yeah, I yes. I can imagine it, so let's let's start, you know. I'm picking up what you're laying down. Yeah. Let's either prove it is purely science fiction or let's It's it's one of those uh uh, uh theories that we haven't invented the science to right. test the theory yet. Right. And that's yeah, like, we, we, that's... we we're thinking we're our brains are moving way past what our technology is capable of. Correct. And I'm, that's the kind of stuff that I'm just like, yeah, I love to think about that shit. Like I would never say, yeah, I, I believe, you know, the electric universe theory. I, but I would say, I I've think never it's heard of it before. I think it's fascinating enough that we should probably, you know, do more than just outright dismiss it because we think it sounds like science fiction. I mean, well, there's there's camps within science as well. There's right, you know, people who you know, top of my head, string theory, and then there's right. people are adamant, no, that is not it, and right, just won't, you know, even entertain the thought that no, that's what it could be. They're yeah. out to prove their theory. Yeah. Which I didn't I just, think was what, I mean, that's what religion does. Right. Religion has a theory and they work. Flat Earth well, has a theory and they work, work, work to prove it. Anything that disproves it was, you know, oh, that was an error. That was a mistake. Part of it, though, also is like with science these days, you got to be able to argue whatever to get funding. So, well, yeah, you have to argue this will make you money because, well, not even that, but like you have to show like, oh, this is wrong because I want to be able to study this. So, if it's not wrong, they're not going to give you money to study something else unless you're already yeah. arguing that this is wrong. Yeah, and you have to prove that to a panel of people who argue with Zuckerberg because how can his website work if he doesn't charge admission. Yeah. 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 Like there's only so much money for learning to go around and the rest of it has to be, is this learning going to, well, it's, 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 yeah, my point it was being, it's the, it's being gatekept or gatekept by people who will never understand what you're asking for. Right. And right. therefore, it's easy for them to just has money. Yeah, then we're you. You have to come up with a way to monetize any of your theories just to get the money to prove your theories. Just tell Jeff Bezos it'll make his rocket dick look more impressive. It'll it'll put the foreskin back it's on like Viagra for rockets. Yeah. Make your rocket go higher, faster, harder. Oh, God. 
for more than four hours without any negative side effects. That's that's just another example of idiocracy. The the corporation is running the world. Yeah. The corporations are starting to look like governments. I am a-okay with private space companies. Well, yeah. You watch shows where private space companies are trucking companies. Sure. But, I mean, even in the real world, like right now, I, in practice, don't give a shit if Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk want to blow their money on space shit. Because even though it's, it is a purposefully um, selfish endeavor on their part, mm-hmm. everybody else is along for the ride. So, yeah, sure, blow your money uh, on it. I don't, well, I don't care. They're along for the spec, uh, spectation. Uh, I would NASA is, is getting a, a pretty good uh, kickback from, from Musk at this point. Well, what, what, oh, to uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, uh, he makes a good point. Uh, if you're trying to get to Mars to basically, you know, colonize it uh, because this planet is, you know, dying, greenhouse gases, you know, all this crap, any efforts you can put forth to terraforming Mars. You we can, can use to repair Earth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. If you can terraform Mars, you can re-terraform Earth. You just yeah. right. got to find somebody that... You have to convince all these idiots that it's worthwhile and right. stop right. burning shit. I'm, I'm much more interested in, like, let's set up some bases, let's set up some telescopes, let's go... S- Get some Visit. missiles out there, point it down. Oh, wait, sorry. Uh, let, let's go, you know, look at uh, some more asteroids. Let's go see, you know, what we can do to further humanity's understanding. But to think that humanity is ever going to have some sort of permanent base on Mars that is not supported by Earth is it's just it's it's a fallacy. I mean, it depends what your timeline is. A thousand years from now, sure. Well yeah, sure. Will it be a colony or it will be an independent state? Well I mean um, this will this will be the new exist in any form that we know now by that point like earth will be mars we have to come back and terraform again what was I, it in a fifth element was didn't didn't uh, bruce willis's mom live on the moon yeah yeah so i mean yeah there's 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 a better uh opportunity for experimentation you know it is probably closer <laughs> Yeah, it is far more likely that we could set up something on the moon than it is that we could set something on <coughs> Mars. Well, it's also a lot cheaper to launch big things from the moon. So you can take yeah. several trips to the, to, uh, the moon and set up that huge rocket that you're going to have to build to take people 15 months to get to Mars. 
Right. You know, and what what were they saying? You know, anybody that makes that trip is going to have to be on some serious drugs to counteract. Oh yeah. Not going crazy. Yeah. Because that's going to be a serious head job just to lock yourself in a subway bus and fire yourself hundreds of thousands of miles away. I'm going to go on record now as saying, uh, sign me up. (laughs) For the the drug testing or... I will test out the crazy drugs for the astronauts. I, the, you know, I used to say I don't think I I could do it, but uh, it's it's a ticket off this rock, and it's not that I don't like the rock. Well, here's the thing, Chad. I think you're thinking of it. You're thinking of it incorrectly here. You you want to leave the rock because the people here are yeah they horrible and 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 they're being you know, manipulated by other worse horrible people. Who do you think is going to own the bus you're on? Oh, it's going to be horrible. Those, those fucking horrible people. Yeah. And now you're going to put yourself in their absolute mercy. Yeah. Yeah, what if the people you're well, out there with... It's not the escape you think it's going to be. <laughs> what if the people what? What if the people you're up there with are the horrible people? Yeah. <laughs> Can't get out of, can't get, can't move, get away from them. You know what they say, no one can hear you scream in space. And that, my friends, is why I would never be on one of those. Oh, no, I would never make it. I'd be the the last guy covered in blood on my ship. They they would, uh, they'd take a look at my psyche valve and they'd say, oh, no, no. No, We can't, we can't put a, we can't put a Bengal tiger in a, Fucking tin can with this guy. Nope. Yeah. Because I got, I have no tolerance for the stupidity. (laughs) But I will say, uh, I know we're starting to run a little long. Uh, I have been making a more conscious effort at work to uh, make sure that when I encounter what I would previously call workplace stupidity, um, I'm, I'm looking at it, attempting to look at it in more of a uh, opportunity for training to explain to people, to work with people, to to rectify. A teachable moment? Yes, yes. Some days it's really hard still. Really hard. But I'm trying. can't be mad at them all the time. I mean, you um, can, but you have to pretend you're not sometimes. I remember yeah. when I worked IT. Now, granted, my IT was help desk. It was a lot different than your uh, day-to-day. Yeah. But uh, somebody called for help. Something had 100 other people had called for the same problem. Probably person sitting right next to them had called the day before, and I went there and I grabbed their computer, I fixed it, and you know walked away. And uh, they complained because I was rude. 
And I'm like, did you want it fixed? I really wasn't in the mood for chit-chat, but now yeah, I got three days suspended because they, they're hurt feelings. But yeah, service, service uh, to people who should know how to do it by now. You work on this every day, all day. Mm -hmm. You should be able to figure this out. Hey, every time I click on this, it asks me if I want to update this. Should I update it? Do you want to do the thing that you were clicking on? Yeah. Well, that looks like you're going to have to update. Yep. Hey, yeah. every, time I, every time I try to go in the hall, I have to open that door. Should I open that door? Do you want to go out in the hall? There you go. I got a new work laptop this week. Ooh. It's was the there a need? Just out of space or? Uh, there, there was a definitive need. Uh, so I started working there two and a half years ago. My laptop was used when it was uh, provided to me. Uh, we had tried many things to speed it up, improve its performance, and keep it from blue screening. And over the past uh, month or so, it was just to a point where it would blue screen every other day. Yeah, with a company worth that much money, like they can they can afford a lot. Yeah. Time. So I was uh, provided with a fucking tank. That's not a laptop. Uh, well, it it is a laptop. But it is it is a goddamn tank. I mean, the, the specs on it. Um, goddamn, this is a, a fucking beautiful Beach. instrument. Okay, it's. Uh, like, How can Foolish Media benefit from this? <laughs> uh, well, it, it is my work laptop. It is locked down pretty hard. Oh, um, but it has made me start to think. Like because it's it is not a uh, it's it's not set up as like a gaming laptop or anything like that. It is set up for raw processing power. Um, so, uh, I mean, to be fair, if he's not blue screening, he has more time to draw dick houses at work. So, hey, yes, and he keeps us updated. Wedding. He keeps us updated with his uh, his hentai octopi drawings. I mean. I thought my my octopus today was actually not awful. Thanks, Dick. No, it, it was. It, it, you're getting better. Good job, buddy. Yeah, keep it up. Gold star. I did think you're getting better. That was not sarcasm, but you know. <laughs> but in 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 your defense, there was a lot of room for improvement. Anyway, so there was. I'm not even saying that. <laughs> no, no. I will say that loudly. <laughs> well, it depends on what you were going for. You know, <laughs> if you're going for fine art, then yeah. If you're going for the best doodle that day, then you're probably doing okay. Yeah, that's that's basically where I'm at. I'm like, you know what? I like to scribble things. I like to have fun. I just want to be able to doodle and not draw dick houses. I like your vagina face from the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of it that way, but Your sure, okay. Face filled with all the other vaginas. 
How could you not think that? Because the way you drew the eyes, those were clearly clits. Uh, it was it was it was kind of terrifying. I uh so it was a purposeful design choice. No, no, I was like I was just sitting there doing I was like, is this a coworker or nope. I was just sitting there doodling no portrait? What, what, what are we looking at here? Had some lines on the page. Yeah, yeah. Had some lines on the page, and I'm like, wow, this is starting to look like a, a sliced piece of fruit or something. And then uh, I was like, wow, this kind of reminds me of the, the dream I had where everybody's face was kind of tilted. Uh, like all their features were tilted sideways. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's terrifying. <laughs> Just as terrifying as it was in my dream. Because it's not that the head was tilted sideways. It was just the nose, the eyes, the mouth, everything was just sideways. So the features. Yes, all the features. And I kept trying to ask people why, and nobody could answer me. That's fucking weird. You know, I love it. it's... It's been one of those uh, those kinds of months, I guess. So, well, it is uh, it is it is late, boys. Yes, it I didn't is. even That's get a to talk about my film. That's okay. Or the three I, I will watched. I will just say uh, The Conference is a Swedish horror film on Netflix. You should watch it. I'll give it the is. same recommendation for The Blackening, uh, Totally Killer, uh, and Evil Dead Rise. Totally Killer was great. I, I That was the I mean, one with the girl from Sabrina. And the mom from Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah. You enjoyed Evil Dead Rise? I did. Okay. Uh, Bodies was fun on Netflix. Uh, time travel series. Uh, kind of a mystery. Cobweb. Watch that. In the corner. Use a broom. Cobweb. Uh, movie starring the guy who plays Homelander. You should watch it. There you go. Many recommendations. Yeah. I'm just going to yell you at it. They all match you. Deal with them later. Yep. All right. Be people. <laughs>